Hello, and welcome once again to yet another filler episode of Coffee Stained Thoughts. I'm Dan, and today this filler is yet another game review. So in the previous one, I reviewed Beholder, which is an excellent um, micromanaging sort of game. And here, today, I'm going to review Sins of a Solar Empire, Rebellion which I recently acquired through Steam um, about sometime last week, I think. And I gotta say, it's very enjoyable. I've already played a solid nine hours on it, and I love it. I love it so much. I have a very strong hard-on. I have a passion for sci-fi and strategy games. So, well, um, they're not exactly mutually exclusive, but, you know, I get the best of both worlds in this case. Now, the uh, it's like a real-time strategy version of Master of Orion, uh, the new one at best, which is also one of my favorite strategy games of all time, but in the turn-based category. So here, Sense of the Solar Empire is a real-time strategy version of Master of Orion. So yeah, uh, it's got an extremely similar interface um, when it comes to gameplay, right? So there are stars, star systems with planets. Um, the only difference is uh, Master of Orion covers uh, an entire galaxy in the map, while Sins of a Solar Empire only covers one particular solar system, and then there would be several planets in orbit. So the map design is a bit different, but the way that they are uh, the way they are designed, however, is still quite similar, as there are still these like uh, node-like uh, systems right so in the case of sins it's a planet or maybe just one sector like it could be a nebula cloud or an asteroid and then master of orion has entire solar systems that are somehow interlinked together so yeah um in that case i suppose the uh hyperspace technology of master of orion is far more advanced than the one in sins of a solar empire but uh that's not really a problem for me. It's just an observation. So yeah, and so you have your ships have to travel through set paths that connect these planets together, or well, yeah, these sectors together. And each sector would have like a gravity well, depending on what kind of sector it is. Is it a planet or an asteroid or a nebula cloud or uh, some other uh, space thing or anomaly, maybe? So yeah, uh, that includes the sun, right? You can travel, you know, just circle around the sun and stuff. So yeah, and uh, let's see, yeah, you can build structures as well, right? Like um, production for ships and resources. So you have uh, fighter bays, or I mean frigates, right? Frigates, capital ships, and titans very similar to Master of Orion in terms of ship classes. 
So you have, yeah, the frigates and cruisers, the two smallest units, but they are also the easiest to build and they are quite strong in large numbers, of course. And then you have the capital ships, which are uh, usually for, you know, they're the tanks, I guess, the mainstays, mainstay tanks of the game, as the same with Master of Orion. Uh, so there are different kinds of uh, capital ships in Sins of a Solar Empire. So you have your classic battleship, I think. So that's your main, like, it's a balanced kind of fighter-esque kind of ship. So it's got solid defense and offense and a little bit of utility as well. You have uh, carriers, which are predominantly, of course, for carrying fighters. And there are many different... There are two different kinds of fighters. You have, uh, I guess, interceptors and bombers. So I only call them interceptors. They're, they're just called fighters. So yeah, fighters and bombers. So fighters are good against uh, frigates and other fighters, while bombers are good against heavier ships like capital ships and, well, to an extent, also structures, right? So yeah, and... Then you have support ships. So in one faction, the TEC, uh, there are two. Yeah, there are two support ships whose names escape me now because currently I'm recording and not playing. Uh, my PC cannot possibly handle that kind of uh, workload. So it's either I record or I play, right? But yeah, this is a last-minute thing anyway. So yeah, there are support ships, so each faction might have one or two, I do believe. Uh, and they each have a different kind of um, support mechanism. So one is more defensive, while the other is more offensive. So the defensive one might like regenerate your shields or something, and the offensive one might reduce the enemy's uh, armor or something, or like damage absorption, right? So they'd be... Uh, taking up more damage than usual. Okay, and then next um, you have like uh, uh, other different kinds of capital ships, like um, invasion folk, like invasion-centered ships, right? So like they're more uh, focused on taking down enemy planets via dropship invasion. Right, and they can also, I think, send boarding parties to enemy ships to capture them as well. So you have uh, that kind of capital ship, right? And next, the Titan, the big daddy, the biggest of all daddies. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, the Titan is the largest ship. You can only build one. It takes up two commander slots. Right, I forgot to mention that. So you can only build a limited number of capital ships as well, depending on how many uh, commanders you have available. So, um, and that number of commanders increases per logistics level, which is available through researching if you have enough military research labs or military research facilities. And I'll get to the research part later. So for now, we're talking about ships, right? So the Titan is really tough. 
but not invincible. But it's really tough. So I've tested how tough it is. It can take on by itself a fleet of about maybe 10 to 20 frigates or cruisers, uh, two capital ships. And depending on, that depends on the level of these capital ships. So they're like heroes. Kind of reminds me of World of War. I mean, reminds me of just the Warcraft strategy game to some extent, like uh, Warcraft 3 or Reign of Chaos even. So yeah, uh, and like in the Frozen Throne, right? So each faction has champions or heroes and they have like a sort of level. So it's kind of like an RPG system, right? Same goes for uh, Sins of the Solar Empire. So these capital ships, since they have commanders, I suppose it would be reasonable enough for these commanders to be able to like learn and adapt through experience. So you have that and they have skills too. So they have, it's kind of like a MOBA too even. So they have like three basic abilities. Um, I think there's going to be at least one passive ability or something. Oh no, uh, the battleship of the TEC, the coal battleship, has three active abilities and one ultimate active, right? So that ultimate active can only be done or can only be upgraded or even like, sorry, like chosen once the ship is level six. So yeah, much like say, uh, League of Legends or Warcraft or Dota. So yeah, you have to be level 6. And then same goes with the Titan, since there are two commanders, right? So yeah, that's it for the ships. Now let's move on to research. Okay, so there are, uh, if I remember correctly, so you have... Um, military research, defense research, civilian research, uh, diplomatic, and logistics. So there are five branches. And these branches depend on how you, uh, on how many um, research centers you build. So there are two different kinds of research centers, military and uh, civilian. Okay, so, or was it social? Whatever. So yeah, military, um, military research centers depend, uh, will affect the number of upgrades you can have for military, defense, and logistics. While um, civilian will affect, yeah, uh, well, civilian research and diplomacy, as well as logistics. So if you focus on uh if you focus on the diplomatic side of things, you build as many research, civilian research centers as possible, you can still upgrade your logistics to the maximum level of 10. Yeah, right, 10. So there you have it. That's how you can, uh, yeah. So it matters very little on where you're focusing. So as long as you have 10 of either one, right, so you can, uh, you can upgrade your logistics to the maximum. Now, as, but that still would limit either your military and defense or your social or civilian or uh, diplomatic research. So I think it would be best to have a balanced number. 
but I digress. Now let's move on to combat. Now, bear in mind, since I did compare this to Master of Orion, I have another reason for that. The combat is extremely similar. Um, of course, the glaring difference being that uh, Sense of the Solar Empire is real-time and Master of Orion is turn-based. But it all is quite similar. So yeah, you pit ships against each other in uh, close quarters uh, starship-esque combat, which I, I must say is, I suppose, exciting for me. Although in uh, Sins of the Solar Empire, you don't have to do much in the way of maneuvering compared to Master of Orion. In fact, in Master of Orion, the only real-time element in that game is combat. And I'll explain the differences. But yeah, they're both real-time in this case. So in Sins of a Solar Empire, it's more simple. Way more simple. It's simpler. It's way simpler, I mean. Damn it. So yeah, way simpler. Wherein you just right-click on an enemy. You choose your ships and you attack a certain area or enemy, right? And with Master of Orion is more complicated because you have to actually maneuver your ships. That's right. And you can actually control your own ships. Of course, it would be easier if it were just the one ship, but your chances of survival would then be highly, highly unlikely. So yeah, um, you can also auto-battle which I would not recommend early game. No. In early, during your early game in Master of Orion, you, uh, you would really have to maneuver your own ships. You know, give them the appropriate strategies so that you can avoid any losses. But late game, once you've had all the upgrades in research... Um, and you've outbid your enemies, right? So, like, you know, you've beaten them in that regard militarily. Then I would say that it's safe to auto-battle. And besides, you would have enough resources by then to, you know, recover any losses by building more ships. So, yeah, that's the difference between the combat in Master of Orion and Sins of a Solar Empire. And what else do I have to cover? All right, economy. Okay, so comparing the two games, of course, Master of Orion is, has a more, uh, how do I say this, still has a more complex uh, resource, uh, I mean economy, uh, economic management. It still has more complicated economic management considering that, um, you know, the economic victory in Master of Orion involves stock exchange. Yeah. But in sense of a solar empire, the economic progress that you would have there would be through resource accumulation and even black market trade. So that's their version of the stock trade, I think. I didn't do much on diplomatic and social research, so uh, I, I really don't know much about the um, trade stock trading aspect, if there is one. But so far, I know that there are trade ports, right? So 
um, these trade ports that you can build, you know, the established trade routes, and you make some passive income. But that's about it. It's very simple. You just need to build them. And say, say unlike in Master of Orion, so every turn you need to accumulate money to buy stock in the Galactic Stock Exchange. And then once you have 100% ownership, only then can you win economically. You would be an economic superpower, blah, 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 blah and you beat everyone. Since of a solar empire, that's just, I do believe, but a means to an end. Although I haven't tried an economic victory there yet. Um, let's see, if I remember correctly, to achieve, if there even is an economic victory in Sins. Uh, wait, you know what? Let me look that up. I'm sorry, this is just of, uh, this is just a spur of the moment thing. Shh. Economic victory. I don't think there is one, but let's see. And nope, there is no there is no real economic victory in Sins of a Solar Empire, unlike its um, sister game, Offworld Trading Company, in which that is the only way to win. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll do a review on that too, Offworld Trading Company. Yeah, it's great, but that's for another podcast. Now we're on Sins of a Solar Empire. So yeah, um, the economy is just but a means to an end to maybe acquire more ships or to further secure your place as a dominant power in the game. Now, of course, I do believe there's a research victory. In, it's simple. You just have to um, research everything, right? And yeah, so those are some of the victory mechanics that I know are there. Uh, I think there's also a diplomatic victory. Like it's kind of like the cultural victory in civilization. So yeah, um, I haven't tried those yet. Despite my nine hours of gameplay, those have all been military victories. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. So yeah, that's about it for our podcast today. And I hope you've enjoyed, I suppose. And yeah. I guess that's about it. Stay hydrated, and I'll see you all again next time. Goodbye, and good night.